Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Dyer. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. You don't get a chance to do this often, Freak Nation. Once a year at the end of the season of motorsports. But tonight, nothing but champions. Two IMSA WeatherTech sports car champions will be joining us tonight. Your two-time, your now two-time NHRA Funny Car Champion, Ron Caps, will be in here at 40 past the hour. And we're told it's minutes before he's to hit the stage in the uh, Top Eliminator Club and make his speech for tonight's banquet. I can't believe that. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. So Ron Caps will be joining us in about 39 minutes here in the Freak Nation. And in about 11 minutes, your NASCAR champion, Kyle Larson, will be here with the freaks can't tell you the last time we had nothing but champions in here it's happened before but again doing this 21 years uh, you you just got those kind of connections where you just roll them on in here and bam you've got champions lucas oil studios 21 years freak nation speedfreaks.tv at speedfreaks and of course on twitter facebook and instagram statman crash gladys yours truly statman's got an interesting scat that i'm not going to give away just right now reminding us of a gentleman that was just getting into racing and making a whole lot of noise. And now the dude's retiring after us doing 21 years of this thing. And I still think of this guy, again, I don't want to give it away. Still think of this guy being 21, still a little wet behind the <laughs> right. ears. Holy smokes. He's only retiring from the driver's seat. Got it. He's, so, he's not retiring from motors. Yeah, stat, I don't want to give it away. So I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> around for your, your stat man's get. <laughs> We've just done about everything. But, and I want to protest here a bit. You said this is the first we rarely have champions. We had champions every Sunday night. Three champions on the Speed Freaks every Sunday night. And you're coming up with this, we rarely have champions in the Freak Nation. Come on. He means season champions all together, which actually I want to protest, too, because, Kenny, it is our goal at the end of every motorsports season to have nothing but champions to wrap the season. So, yeah. But st- OK, oh, I get that. But, but stat, when you're the undisputed champions of whatever that whatever we are, it's just a given. I mean, it's we're, it's like, it, 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 you know, the king and the queen. We just have our thrones that people just are. That, are, are at our feet. You know, <laughs> hell, it's it's just assumed, babe. It's, okay. it's the way it is. Dang it. The kings. And I got to straighten you out tonight. The kings and the queen. Not the king and the queen. <laughs> we got we to gotta, gotta roll this back three minutes and start over again. Well, it all- Kenny's had a hard day because he took our daughter to the Cardinals-Panthers game, of which, even with the Cardinals down about 700 players and on Team C in, in the quarterback ranks, it was a tough day. It was a tough day, and I'm sure she complained the whole way home. And you've been – you've had an earful most of the afternoon. She didn't complain the, the whole way home. She was pretty downtrodden. And it's – You ought to let her be a Cleveland Browns fan. Oof. 
<laughs> How about that? Well, uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Pick your poison. The Cardinals or the Browns, man. Damn. Or the Jets. Let's use a Jets fan. Damn. Hey, the Lions won. Did- no, they didn't win. They just didn't lose. Hey, the, the last time the Cowboys were in a freaking Super Bowl and won it, Swabby, I think you were three or four years old. Is that right? Oh. I was five in 96 when they won Super Bowl 30. <laughs> there you go yeah speaking of not having any champions here in the freak nation the last (laughs) nfl team that any of us were a fan let's not go down that road oh let's do how much fun was that speaking of the panthers crush them thank you von miller and now von miller belongs to richie on the right maybe maybe stack can give me some advice we've got about one minute uh no i I need more advice than one minute on how to deal with a child that's a fan of a team that you're not a fan of but you want your child's team (laughs) to be successful because you don't want her to be you don't Cleveland. want her to be a Cleveland Browns fan. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want her to get browned on. <laughs> yeah, cardinalized. She done been cardinalized, man. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that's Richie's a perfect example. Richie, you can, I mean, I know we don't have much time yeah, right now. we got to go to break. Growing up in Arizona, but he was never a Cardinals fan because of how crappy their ownership was. So became a Rams fan. Well, thank goodness. Seven years into Henley's life, uh, her son's made it to the finals in NBA. I'll give her that, there right? You go. Uh, all right, we're going to resume with some affiliates and get into some crash lattice pit news and notes coming up. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Welcome. To Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, NASCAR champion Kyle Larson coming up in about six minutes. This segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. It was badass when I was about 10 years old and a buddy of mine, his brother, got tires under the tree for Christmas. I thought it was wow. pretty dorky back then, but looking back at it, four big fat freaking tires under the tree. Why don't you do it for your significant other? Make them General Tires. To check out the tire for your ride, go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Both the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Series and the NHRA Drag Racing Series came to a close this weekend. And I'm just going to draw a freak comparison to the two because, well, we can. How about Lucas Oil being crowned champions in both series? First in IMSA with the Action Express team drivers of Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani. And then in the NHRA Pro Stock Motorcycle Class with Matt Smith's fifth freaking title. So let's kick things off with IMSA as their season wrapped late into the night last night, Saturday night, with the always fun and crazy Petit Le Mans in Georgia. For the overall championship, whoever finished in front of the other would be declared champ. So essentially it was between the Wayne Taylor duo of Ricky Taylor and Felipe Albuquerque and the Action Express drivers of Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani. I just let you know who won, but wouldn't you know that after a thousand, many thousands, I should say, of miles on the season, it came down to the final lap with both teams shooting for the second spot on the podium since, well, Mazda's Harry Tinknell eked out the race win. With a few corners to go, Taylor made a bold move on Nasser. They touched. Taylor lost it, went off course. However, he came back on track ahead of Nasser, but he had zero momentum at that point. Nasser did, so Felipe Nasser managed an easy pass and went on for second place on the weekend, 
but overall champions. We will talk to both of them in one hour. The GTD champs also finished second in the race. Lawrence, don't call me Larry Vanthor, and Zachary Robichon, their champions. Heart of Racing's Ian James, Roman DeAngelis, and Ross Gunn, the petite winners. For all the results there, hit up racer.com. Formula One was next on the weekend with no shortage of drama of its own. Lewis Hamilton penalized, starting 10th on the grid. But never mind that, as the fastest car will figure out a way to win. It wasn't really just last week when we were all saying that the title was pretty much Max Verstappen's to lose. Well, I guess that's true, but Lewis Hamilton with today's win in Brazil still very, very, very much in it. Then the NHRA put a bow on their season in Pomona, California. Let's just say three of the champions were also winners on the weekend. The only difference, funny car winner, Bob Tasca, champion, Ron Caps. More on that later. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Bowling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes uh-uh, uh-uh. it feels like a perfect night for breakfast at midnight to fall in love coming up in moments your 2021 nascar cup champion kyle larson will be joining us here in the lucas oil studio speaking of lucas oil how about checking out lucas oil power steering fluid Stops wear and tear, improves performance. Your steering seals and helps prevent small leaks. Foam inhibitors help extend the fluid life of your power steering fluid. It's Lucas Oil Power Steering Fluid to increase the life of your power steering. In that snappy, if, I don't care if you've got a 2015 or 1995 Pontiac. <laughs> Go with Lucas Oil Power Steering Fluid. 21 years of doing this thing, freaks. And again, I, I hate to harp on it, but we've been talking to this guy in one form or fashion since he was a teenager. Now he's your NASCAR Cup Series champion. And we, we go back and look at all the video, Kyle, of your celebration post-race. Uh, but And I sincerely mean this. Have you grasped the fact that you are a champion for the NASCAR Cup Series, or is it still just floating around up there in your head somewhere? I think it's still floating around. I, I feel like the whole last two years really is, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm still stuck in a dream. You know, that's how kind of wild it's been, you know, ups and downs, you know, more, more ups than anything. But uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it definitely doesn't quite seem fully real yet. But I think, I think come, you know, the banquet time, uh, here in Nashville in a few weeks. I think that's when it will really set in. Kyle, you know we like to have fun with you, and we will. The rest of this interview, I promise we're going to have fun with you, but I want to get to something you just touched on right there about the last two years and how they've been a little bit up and down because it was a, it's a dream now, but it came from – it all. It didn't really start from an unfortunate situation, but that's part of your story now and redemption and the fact that you were able to figure out how to fail forward and make, make yourself an accident turn into something that could actually be good and and, and teaching people a teaching moment. Do you see it that way? Because I'm tired. I'm just going to flat out say this. I'm tired of some of the negativity that's still out on social media. I know that's reality, but I like your story. And I like the fact that you have something that you can say, kids, I messed up, but look at how I made my life better. Do you see it that way? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a good, uh, you know, example, I guess, of, you know, making a mistake, owning up to it and, and moving on from it and, and doing positive things to move on from it. And, um, you know, it also, it doesn't all just stem from me. You know, I, I have to have those people, uh, supporters behind me to, you know, give me opportunities like Rick Hendrick did and yes. NASCAR for allowing me back into their sport. So, um, that really kind of allows me to you know, showcase a redemption or second chances. So, um, it's definitely going to be part of my, my story for forever, but uh, I think you know, it's more positive now than anything. 
But again, there's no redemption without you doing positive things yourself to make changes forward. So again, I just I just wanted to put that on there. Now let's go back to those other supporters of your career, of which Tony Stewart is one of them. Mario Andretti is one of them. Jeff Gordon is one of them. Has that even sunk in? The fact that these guys are giving you praise nationally, locally, what is one of the things that's really kind of hit you and, and been like, whoa, I can't believe that was just said about me? Yeah, I mean, I think for sure, you know, hearing about uh, Tony Stewart's tweet and, and Mario, the, the uh, I got to see, you know, he did a little piece uh, on NBC before the race talking about me. So, you know, and I get to work really closely with Jeff Gordon. Um, so he, or all of them are, are you know, a lot of my, my heroes, um, you're just their backgrounds of racing and stuff. So to, to, to see that respect that they have for me and, uh, all that, it, it makes me feel really good. So, um, I'm still young and, and I've got a long ways to go, but I want to be, you know, mentioned in the same category as them, uh, you know, 40, 50 years from now. Kyle Larson, quarterbacks and running backs in the NFL, give their linemen gifts, Rolex watches or whatever <laughs> you plan on some gifts for your pit crew that got you out and, and it since in a sense launched you into this championship. Definitely. I've, uh, I've thought about that. <laughs> I don't know exactly Ooh. what I'm going to get them yet, but they are very deserving of something. So um, with, I mean, without my whole team, really, uh, we wouldn't have been in position to win the championship, but my pit crew for them to come in that clutch on the final pit stop of the season, and put down one of their fastest stops of the year to get us from fourth to first um, was the reason why we won the championship. You know, had we come out second, we don't win. So um, they did an amazing job, and, and I'm very, very thankful for that. I noticed on television they took shots of them cleaning up the pit, and they had their chest stuck out almost the start-finish line. <laughs> they knew they had done something special. Did they remind you of that? in your ear on the radio when you were waiting to restart the race? Uh, no, I, they didn't need to do any reminding. I, I knew uh, the, the significance of that pit stop. So um, yeah, they were consistently one of the best pit crews all year. And, you know, them for them to put down in the most pressure-packed pit stop of the year, you know, we knew that that was going to be the final pit stop of the season. And and for them to bust off a fast stop like that was unbelievable. So I'm so proud of them. And uh, we got to celebrate later that night. So it was cool to get to hang out with everybody. I hope you got to celebrate later that night. Actually, I did see a video from, uh, I always get this this name wrong. It's the barn, the Bushlight Barn, I think. So your wife is such a badass. She was shotgunning beers in celebration. You're toasting as well. Tell us a little bit about the aftermath of being a NASCAR champion. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, cool things that you get to do, um, you know, all the post-race stuff took like six hours or something. <laughs> so, you know, with going to the barn and they presented me with my championship ring and we did a toast to the crowd that was in there, which that, that barn was, was rocking. You know, they had yes. music playing, the, the crowd was, was amped up. Uh, and then yes, Caitlin got out on stage and shotgun like her eighth beer of the night. So, um, <laughs> it was, it was definitely cool. And, and a lot of the you know, NASCAR executives were in there having fun too. So you rarely get to, I get to see them having fun. So uh, that was cool seeing everybody enjoying their time. So why didn't you shotgun a beer to match your wife? Is she the badass of the relationship or what? Yes, she is. Uh, and I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like beer. I can't do it. Um, my go wine to, well, I, I like wine, but you know, my go-to and I'm 
really trying to have fun quickly, it's uh, Captain and Captain Morgan and Diet Coke. So Boom. That my that was my drink. <laughs> nice. Kyle Larson, your NASCAR Cup Series champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation. I posted this. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that picture? Yeah, I saw that earlier today. That was that's a cool picture. Isn't that badass? That's uh, I believe that's at the Chili Bowl. You see a couple of others are there. I think a Swindell's in there. Who that's else Ricky is behind, behind us too? Right. Yeah. Oh, it's Stenhouse. <laughs> Do you remember instances like that where you're sitting behind uh, maybe your idol at the time, Tony Stewart, and you're just dreaming to have a career close to what he did? Yeah, I bet it was probably a Chili Bowl even before that. I remember waiting in line at the Chili Bowl for a couple hours to get his autograph. Um, Whoa. So, yeah, I mean, I was a big fan of his. Uh, you know, always, always when the NASCAR guys came to the Chili Bowl, you know, they were a big deal. And, um, you know, rope, they would rope themselves off and stuff like that. So it made them seem even more important than they probably really were. But, um, yeah, it's, it's cool, you know. Tony's always done a great job of giving back to the sport and seeing that picture uh, brought back some good memories. Is that something that Kyle Larson wants to do eventually? Because yeah, Tony was into it headlong when he was a driver for a team owner, then team owner, and he seemed to branch out. Eventually, is that what Kyle Larson wants to do is be able to give back to a sport that's given him and his family so much? Uh, I don't know. You know, I got into the team ownership side of it there for a little while. And when everything happened last year, I, I sold out of that. And, um, I don't ever see myself getting back into the, the team ownership side of it, at least, you know, for a full-time car, you know, I, I own my own midget and stuff. And mm-hmm. that's about the extent that I want to do on the ownership side of it. Um, for sure. You know, there's, there's, you know, things on the promotion side, uh, with racetracks and stuff that, I would love to be a part of and, and grow in the sport that way. Um, Tony Stewart, he's got a great team of guys and, and gals who uh, run his empire and uh, do a great job for him. So, um, you know, with a good team of people around me, I think for sure I'd like to uh, follow his path a little bit, but maybe not to the extent that he does. He, he stays really busy with everything that he's got going on. Kyle Larson, I can't help but notice in the background there, you've got a <laughs> big, huge picture, almost dwarfs you, of the uh, Los Angeles Coliseum. NASCAR is going to the Coliseum next year. Is that what that's about? Or are you a USC fan? Are you a, no. are you a closet <laughs> Trojan or what? No, we're here. We're here at the Coliseum right now. So we're in like a little green room uh, deal. But uh, we've been promoting well, we've been talking about the championship, doing a lot of media, but also at the same time promoting the the Bush Clash here um, February. So my first time here to the, to the Coliseum, it's such a nice facility. So I look forward to uh, seeing a crowd as big as this one behind me and uh, an asphalt track in the middle. So it should be a good time. Well, it's needless to say, Kyle, it's fantastic to get you back in the Freak Nation as a 2000. 21 NASCAR Cup Series champion. It's bonkers what you've done. Uh, it's a, It's been a pleasure to have you come to the Freak Nation so many times. And I'm sure after your big race win, you think, man, I got to get on the on with Speed Freaks oh, once again. Lordy. Isn't that the first thing that comes oh, to your mind, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, always, always, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick, though, before we let you go, because the last time we had you on, we talked about that grudge that your wife's family mm-hmm. has against you. Uh what was it? Trophy Club or Trophy Cup 2013? Trophy Cup uh, 2012 or 13. Um, and we it, it gets brought up all the time. And, and 
the sweet family are the only ones that think it was my fault, but uh, <laughs> you can, you can find the race online somewhere, but anyways, trophy cup, you know, whatever. I didn't even need to win the race to win the event. And, uh, but you know, it's my girlfriend at times brother leading and, and I want to beat him. Um, so I threw a slider on him into one and two and cleared him. And he got to my inside down the back stretch and was actually ahead of me. And then he, he kind of did like a slow slide job across three and four. This is coming to the checkered. And, uh, I was like, okay, there's going to be enough room to get around him. And so I squeeze around and we make contact off of four, but you know, he hits, he hits me and, uh, <laughs> he flips doesn't make it a checkered flag. My car is destroyed. I barely limp across the line to win. And um, yeah, Brad was obviously mad. Kaylin barely said good job to me. You know, me and me and Brad are really good friends, and uh, I don't think there's anything either of us did wrong there. Uh, it was for the win. I was gonna lift. He wasn't gonna lift. Jennifer, Jennifer, from Grandma, who she she's the one who been walking out the door. Uh, she's so upset about it. Oh. But I guess they're the only ones that are upset about it. Everybody else, I know it's Brad's fault for sure. There you go. So next year is the 10 year anniversary of that. You need to do something to to commemorate that moment with the sweet family. Even even my son, even my son who's six years old, he can watch the tape and, and he's you know, you know six year olds, they have they're very honest. And he said it's not my fault. So I'm Boom! Owen for the win. You're a NASCAR champion now. Can they really hold that over you anymore? Oh, I'm sure we were we're coming up on on holiday season, so I'm sure it'll get brought up again. But as it always does. But uh, no, he he just won his third World Outlaw Championship, so he he still got a lot more championships than me, and I got some catching up to do. Ooh, Kyle, are there dirt races in your future before we close out this year? Or are you just going to hang it up for a while? No, I'll, I'll uh, be headed back out here to California uh, next week um, to run some midget races. So uh, looking forward to that. And then, you know, a lot of racing in Florida and Chili Bowl and all that uh, before Daytona starts. So, yeah, staying busy. There's, there's not really an off season for me. Maybe turkey night, Kyle. Can we get you to <laughs> commit to that, to running turkey night? Yeah, I'll be at turkey night, um, which I don't really – I don't even really want to call it turkey night anymore because it's not on Thanksgiving. So. Uh, <laughs> It's another USAC race that we'll be at. Perfect. It's awesome. Kyle Larson, your 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion here in the Freak Nation. Buddy, as always, thank you, man. Yep, thank you, guys. You know, look at what Kyle Larson did with that championship run on Phoenix at Phoenix last weekend, right? Yeah, last mm-hmm. weekend. I, you, you listen to his crew chief say basically the car was crap. And they believed they didn't have a shot at winning that championship the last, gosh, half of the race. <laughs> but then they pulled that 11.8-second five-lug-nut per-tire stop out of their behind mm. to propel him into a position where I was looking at some stats, stat man, Crasher, from our friends at NBC Sports, and come to find out, uh, Kyle Larson is a hell of a restarter. I mean, a hell of a restarter. David Smith did some research on Kyle Larson, and if you go back to his days, this is with Chip Ganassi. Go back to his days with Chip Ganassi, where, again, Kyle Larson won more races in this season than he ever did with the five years with Chip Ganassi, right? His restarts in 2014, he was, in, he was fifth. 2015, he was 15th. In 2016, he was fifth. 2017, he was first, then sixth, 
and then fourth. And that's just with Chip Ganassi. He led in the amount of restarts and compared to all the other drivers, which again, <laughs> that's all they needed. Whether those last, what, 25 laps? Yeah. Right. It was 25 or 30 laps. I mean, yeah, I, I was pacing around, throwing things, mm-hmm. getting mad, cussing. Well, I can't believe it. Season comes down to this. It's ridiculous. We stab it. Out. Who who would have thought that again restarts would be that important for teams that had that much money with drivers that again numerous drivers that could win a championship. We're talking about NASCAR here. Restarts at the end of a race is practically what the series is based on. I've had a NASCAR uh, a race control guy tell me that he keeps debris in his mind and when he needs to tighten everybody up he just calls it uh, yellow and uh, tightens the field up and removes a piece of debris off the track that's been there for 20 laps and that's the whole that's the whole that was in the past (laughs) well that's the whole uh, methodology behind nascar restarts at the end of the race Pick up the hotline, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) New leadership now. (laughs) There is a driver that is retiring from the seat that you probably never heard of, but you know the car that he's known for driving. That's coming up in your Statman Scat. Also, Ron Capps, now two-time NHRA Funny Car Champion. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Lost in the championship dramas at Petit Le Mans last night is the retirement of Patrick Long, one of the most successful sports car drivers in American history. He's North America's only Porsche factory driver. The relationship goes back nearly 20 years. In fact, he'll be a brand ambassador for Porsche, and no doubt that includes further expansion of the Porsche lifestyle festivals he's promoted around the world. Patrick's racing resume includes ALMS, IMSA, and FIA World Endurance Championships at class wins at Le Mans, the Rolex 24, and Bathurst. Some of his Porsche assignments have included going to smaller teams and helping them clean up problems on and off the track to get ready for race wins and championships of their own. I personally know he helped get Volkswagen into rallycross, and we've talked about NASCAR short track racing and rallying in the forest. Personally, I love seeing friends kick the addiction to the bump and grind of chasing points and plaques. Pat's so much bigger than that. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Once upon a time, a few mistakes ago, I was in your sights. You got me alone. You found me. You found me. You found me. I guess it didn't care. Coming up in about seven minutes, NHRA Funny Car Champion Ron Caps will be here in the Freak Nation. Richie, you keep playing it. You keep teasing me. <laughs> we got to talk about it. The re-release. The new release. You nailed it there, Ken. It's a Taylor Swift night because she's taking over the world. Because of Red Taylor's version, the re-recorded version of Red, which came out in 2012, mm-hmm. was released on Friday. She performed on SNL last on Saturday night. It was incredible. Go watch it. The 10-minute version of All Too Well. So I want to play All Red tonight. I was so tired last night and was surprised that 
I didn't know Saturday Night Live comes on an hour earlier now. And I saw where she was going to be the musical guest. And I didn't understand what reference you made to Red last week or why you made the reference. I, I knew that she was going to re-record the record because of issues with the former company on the public. Okay. But I did some research finally after seeing that 10-minute freaking performance last night. I'm going, when is this song going to end, damn it? Stop. <laughs> But it was good. It was awesome. And I didn't realize that Rolling Stones consider, considered it one of the top songs ever written in the history of freaking communication. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that she dated Jake Gyllenhaal. And this song's about that dude. You nailed it. Exactly. Pretty much the entire album is a big middle finger to Jake Gyllenhaal. I got a bigger question. Wait a minute. I got a bigger question. Who is Ken? Who's Ken? Who's Ken? Yeah. We've got Kenny and Crash and Stat. Who is Ken? Where, is there a fourth freak that I don't know about? <laughs> Ken and Barbie. Well, it's I call Kenny Ken when I feel like I need to explain something to him. <laughs> I bet I bet that I bet that gets his undivided attention too, doesn't it? Usually, yes. <laughs> Listen, I call Richie Suave, so I, I'm sure he can call me anything he wants. <laughs> Ken is a term of endearment after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richie, just consider, considered, I'm straight now on the whole 10-minute version of All Too Well and who it's about. I mean, when, when has Taylor Swift not written about a breakup? Jesus, girl. And now you're getting into the old man line of questioning that Ugh. she has been asked over and over again. And for some reason, men, mo- boy sound- songwriters don't get asked the same question. What is this about your ex-girlfriend? Yes, that's Phil Collins. That's all that dude writes about it. Just getting his ass popped by women. Uh, Ron Caps, NHRA Funny Car Champion, next. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Bowling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent. And have you checked out Speed Freaks website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv. And it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. As we've said for the last year, Freak Nation, 21 years of doing this, and a lot of those 21 years, your two-time Funny Car Champion. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Can you say that again? I just want to hear how good that sounds. Ah, your two-time Funny Car Champion, Ron Capps, has been a part of that, so why not make it official? Again, your two-time Funny Car Champion, Ron Capps, here in the Freak Nation. And, Ron, uh, it was in your hands up until you got beat by Matt Hagen, your teammate, did that get pretty anxious for you this afternoon in the Pomona? Yeah, you know, we obviously didn't do it the way we wanted to. And that, that was, you know, we knew we had head-to-head second round with Hagen's team. And we knew we could take care of business on our own and not worry about somebody else taking care of it for us. So, um, yeah, the worst part is, let me tell you, Kenny, the worst part is, is standing with the cameras in your face, Ugh. hoping somebody else does the dirty work for you. You know what I mean? So, um, it was bizarre stand up there, but Dell Worsham, Alexis, I mean, I didn't know what was going to happen. Obviously Hagen ran better than Bram before. And I just kind of stood back, not on anybody's side, you know, and just kind of <laughs> watch. And when I saw Alexis and when like, come on, I couldn't believe it. Like I had an out of body experience. And, uh, you know, you got a camera right in your face, man. What do you do? So I almost threw up. <laughs> Ron Capps, your 2021 NHRA Funny Car Champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you look at the reaction times of Hagen and Alexis. And again, that's the run after you. When you lost to Hagen, Alexis has taken on the guy who beat you, Matt Hagen. You see their reaction time, and the the, the normal eye, it, it, those reaction times look the same. But as you're watching that race, did you automatically notice that Matt Hagen's reaction time was quicker than Alexis? I Listen, I didn't know anything. All I knew was, you know, after qualifying was over, well, first of all, backing up the coming in here, we knew we had to gain a little bit of qualifying to get it over 
with points and a half, we had to get it over the 60-point threshold. If we did that and gain those small points of qualifying, it created a scenario where Hagen had to go three rounds past us instead of two. And so we accomplished that, which was pretty awesome, right? Mm -hmm. Against a team like that, the way they're running right now. But the way the ladder ended up, you know, obviously we had Terry Haddock first round, a kind of a part-timer, but you don't, you don't want to look past him. And so reaction time, I didn't even look, I didn't worry about running Hagen. I didn't worry about reaction time. Just beat Terry Haddock, get past that round and then worry about Hagen. But I didn't know any, anything about who left on who or what was what. All I saw was a win light at the far end. And that was it. I mean, that was, I haven't even looked to see who ran what or what ETs it even was. It was crazy. He still doesn't know the answer to your question, Kenny. And he doesn't need to because the wind light is all that mattered. Holy cow. Is there any, any comparing or contrasting, or I, I guess a lot of contrasting with your two championships now? Does anything compare? No. Um, no. You know, as you guys know, there's a lot going on right now and a lot of silly season stuff, a lot of team announcements and, I've got huge announcement, you know, as far as my career and what I'm doing next. Uh, we're going to make it December 9th at PRI uh, opening oh, day. Very but, cool. Uh, you know, I, you could not have drawn up a better scenario to carry a number one plate, you know, to use a supercross, the number one plate in the following season um, with this next chapter of what I'm doing in my life in drag racing. So to go in and, and uh, a chance of being a team owner and actually start my next chapter with the number one on the side of the car is, is just unbelievable. You could not have scripted it better. And, um, yeah, so it makes, it makes the off season and all this stuff I've had to learn business wise and all things I've been doing and the things I'm doing the next couple of weeks, it surely makes it a little easier. That's for sure. Okay. I don't know what's official and what's not official. And you've dropped a few things out there. I, oh, I don't want to ruin anything at PRI either, but Let's just say there's a great changing of the guard in the NHRA right now when it comes to team owners. And it's just, it's, it's refreshing to see. It's great to see that we may have even greater car counts moving forward. And then now let's reflect back on that COVID year. Holy cow. When we thought things were kind of in the tank, thanks to COVID, things are so much brighter than I think I've ever seen them in the 21 years we've been covering NHRA. Yeah, and, you know, people always ask. You know, you get these media people asking, how is this sport of drag racing? Well, it's in pretty darn good shape. I mean, even coming out of COVID, you know, this year we had several races that were sellouts. They just couldn't say anything. Um, obviously, with a little bit of, you know, you just didn't want to, you don't want to come out with something and say, yeah, we had, you know, 80,000 people side by side, but then baseball playoffs, you got, Dodger Stadium packed. You've got all these college football stadiums, 110,000 or so at Michigan. And so, um, so NHRA did really well this year. I, I mean, by crowds and fans and things like that. So I think our sport's in great hands. Um, I'm so proud of my brother from another mother, Antron Brown. He's been very, very instrumental in what I'm going to end up doing. We always wanted to kind of join forces and be the future of the sport and take that next step. And oh. we sort of get to do that. But um, I, I'm really proud of really everybody in a jury. I, I really am comfortable to say things are really looking good. 
Ron, it's a championship season and now celebration, but there's all this talk that's been thrown out on the table about a PRI announcement. We don't want to take away from that, but it makes us all think that you're going into ownership. Maybe get your own team. What can you tell us about your plans for next season and going forward? Yeah, I'm, I mean, you know, the announcement will be great. It'll be fun um, to let all of our fans know exactly what we're doing. But, yeah, I mean, without coming out and saying, that's pretty much what's going to happen. And, um, you know, I've, I've got – I've represented some great companies and, and some great owners, Don Schumacher and, of course, Don Prudhomme. And one thing I learned – since driving for Don Prudhomme is how to handle sponsors, how to handle people. And um, I'm excited because I've taken small mental notes throughout the years of both owners. But the fact that now I get a chance to do what I've always wanted to do uh, is pretty exciting. And I, I got to tell you, it's been crazy since the month of September. I told Don Schumacher that I wasn't coming back uh, in the capacity that, you know, I was driving for him and that I needed to look at trying to do something on my own. It was that time for me. And, so, um, representing Napa Auto Parts since really 2007, um, it's been crazy and it's been such a great sponsor. And so the fact that I get to possibly take that and run with it and continue that and do it on my own and then go with me and, um, uh, and all the small things that are going to go with that, that's sort of what the announcement's going to be. And it's going to be, you know, I'm scared to death at the same time that I'm excited more than I've ever been. And, but the point is, I've got a lot of great people around me that are, that are already helping. I've got legends calling me, uh, you know, hearing the rumors and wanting to help with any kind of advice. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about getting Snake out and hanging out and just being Snake and being at the drag races. And, you know, he calls me almost every day and he's got, he says he's got a lot of venom left in him. <laughs> it's just cool to hear from a guy like that. So it'll be fun just to have, um, take that next step. Ron, why didn't this take place earlier? Was the time right just now to do it? Yeah, I just, uh, I had a couple things pop up and there was possibilities. And so I want to let Don Schumacher know I'm plenty of time. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be as open with him and honest and with a chance to bring it back and run it out of DSR. But um, really it came about working on some other things and then Nap Auto Parts saying, no, we want to stay with you. And wow. Uh, that's sort of how it worked out. And it, it's, uh, you know, obviously I got great teammates. I mean, Chase Elliott and Alexander Rossi and Brad Sweet and World Outlaws. It's just such a great, great, great team. And I've worked my butt off with all these Napa stores. You see me running around all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great company. So I, I never in a million years thought that I would get a chance to represent them as an owner. Uh, but here I am. Uh, I got to talk to Mr. H, Mr. Hendricks last week, being, you know, obviously Chase Elliott's owner. That was so cool. He took my call and we talked about ownership. We talked about just, you know, the chance that if I needed any advice from him, business-wise or whatever, just a call. I mean, that's crazy to get a, Mr. Hendricks uh, to offer that time up. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm so excited about the future. I can't even, can't even explain how, how much it means to me. Ron, you obviously had a championship season. It was a nail-biter to the end. How would you describe 2021? I mean, it's, I got to work with Guido, who, you know, has been around forever. And we met my rookie year in Top Fuel. He was John Force's employee, drove the truck. I was a rookie in Top Fuel. I not only drove the race car, but I had to drive the truck and make hotel rooms and 
and work on the race car. And they took me on the wing. They didn't know me, and they took me on the wing, showed me where the dry cleaning places, where you need to go on the road, where to, what hotels to go to, where you could work on the car in the in the parking lot. And we became fast friends. And here we are, years and years later. And he's one of the best crew chiefs in the world. John Mellon's his assistant, and uh, you know, this team top to bottom is some fast forward. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to you in Pomona and we are world champions together. And it's just been a, a crazy fun ride. <laughs> well, buddy, we know that uh, Ron Caps and his posse likes to party, especially after a race win. And, and I'm oh sure. Oh my I, God. Yeah. Dude, I, I am in about 10 minutes. I got to change out of my fire suit. <laughs> I have not written a speech and they're having the banquet, you know, the award ceremony here at the track, uh, in the top eliminator club. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And I've got, I've got, uh, you know, my crew. We've got Jaeger bombs waiting for me <laughs> when I get off the phone with you and celebration with all my, you know, I've got 150 people here that are family and friends and we stay here at the track and it's just craziness. So, uh, the speech, I hope they don't stream it <laughs> because I got to go write one real quick and it's going to be uh, probably, you know, who knows, but it's going to be epic. Jaeger. Jaeger bombs and Ron Katz. <laughs> we are, Laverne, California is in trouble tonight. Oh, I wow. promise you. Right. We, we are going to, we're going to tear this down apart and, uh, and it, it, it earned it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, Ronnie, we're proud of you, man. Thanks for doing this. Enjoy this evening. It wouldn't be the same without talking to you guys. No win is the same without getting on and yeah. doing speed freaks. We go back a long ways yeah. and, uh, there's, there's something to be said about the speed freaks mojo, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> and, and I can't thank you guys enough for being as passionate as you guys are about racing and, uh, and really helping me in my career. Oh, wow. wow that's badass. Well, oh, buddy, uh, that's worth it. You got your bomb on this end. <laughs> Let's do <laughs> oh, it. Oh yeah. Or two. Cheers. Or three. <laughs> All right, man. Fun. Thanks, Ron. All right. Have fun. Shot, 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 Let's do them. Come on. Jaeger bombs for Ron. Well, speaking of Jaeger bombs, there were a lot of bombs in there. Rock caps. Wow. He just. Yeah. How about that announcement coming up on December 9th? Or today. Oops. Or then. The nine o'clock tonight is about the same thing. Yeah, right. Mm hmm. <laughs> PRI's attendance is down 10% thanks to Speed Freaks. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know many folks were speaking another language. We're saying PRI and Performance that. Racing Industries Trade Show, owned by the SEMA Corporation. Of course, SEMA had their big trade show last weekend or last two weekends ago now. Gee, many, or two weeks ago, whatever. PRI is specifically for the racing industry and it's in Indianapolis and it's a huge place for announcements and awards and oops we just kind of busted one open. and i'm glad he brought that up stat i was thinking we didn't we did we haven't seen and thank you COVID. we haven't seen any invites about the nhra banquet that typically takes place monday and that yes i was going to ask you guys about that as well when did they move the banquet to sunday night right after the race like hours after they Get out of their fire suits. <laughs> Probably when they investigated how much it would cost to go somewhere else two days later. And since they have the fairgrounds 
rented, uh, why not just use the space on the fairgrounds and save that six-figure check? Well, and plus the rules and regulations within Los Angeles County, getting all those people inside of whatever it's called. At one time, it was called the Kodak Theater. Kodak Theater. Yeah, what is it now? I don't know. That, this Kodak Theater, probably three or four renditions ago. <laughs> but trying to get all those folks in there. Yeah, you got to present a vaccination card. Oops. Well. Yeah, right. Half the, half the people in the paddock at NHRA are probably <laughs> would be out inside <laughs> with <laughs> protest signs. Right. <laughs> Watching the big screen. Yeah, right, exactly. I will say when when Matt Hagen went down today, I thought, "Oops, karma, karma." I'm just gonna say that that's just kind of what came into my head. Well, uh, regardless, our friend and honorary freak, yes, Ron Caps is Wait, now and Ronald C Caps. First time you haven't used Ronald C Caps. Right. Yeah, Statman, you got to keep correcting Kenny throughout this. Yeah, you know, hey, we had we had fifty five minutes. We got to make up for now. <laughs> Started over three, two, one. Hey, welcome, Freak Nation. Second hour, of the freaks. You got a couple of champions joining us here in the Freak Nation. Two champions from the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. They'll be here. Got not much motorsports coming up, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks and on Facebook, the website speedfreaks.tv. Man, do you realize this? We are about wrapped up with week 10 of the National Football League. Week 10. Yes, because uh -huh. we just wrapped up many motorsports series. And yeah, this is the time of the year where I'm like, oh, now we talk about announcements for 2022. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. and it is, it's the time that the NFL is halfway done, but, or beyond halfway. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Time's flying. This year flew. And I didn't have to have a calendar on my wall for 2021 like I did for 2020 to remind me when I did or didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> right. We were a little healthier this year. Yeah. My daughter, my daughter, she was six at the time asking me what those what those symbols were. And I said, those are martini glasses. That's when daddy drank. And then she's like, so why does that have a circle around it with a, with an X or a line through it? Oh, that's when daddy didn't drink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he celebrated. Got a street going, baby. Five days I didn't drink. <laughs> Second hour of the free. <laughs> <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined, with Kenny Sargent, we love the party, Crash Gladys, what are we doing for the bachelorette party, and Statman, I am serious, here's the Freaks. <laughs> Lawrence Vanthor will be joining us here in the Freak Nation, and that's really not how you say his name, but who gives a damn when you are an IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship in the GTD class? Mm -hmm. He'll be in here, and your overall champions, Philippe Nasser, 
our Felipe Nasser and people Durrani will be joining us this hour as well. Going to talk some sports cars. Also, if you miss Statman Scat on a gentleman that's retiring, at least from racing, competitive racing, full-time, Patrick Long, uh, you'll hear more about that coming up in Statman Scat and not much motorsports coming up this hour. But Stat, I, I got a few minutes to ask some how I handled this. Maybe maybe you went through this with your children. You being a Browns fan and a Buckeye fan, was your daughter and your son, were they both Browns and Buckeye fans? No, uh, but it was interesting with my son. He uh, was a huge um, O.J. Simpson fan and had to uh, I had to bring him up to speed on Jim Brown. And he had to, you know, they didn't have Google and all that stuff back then. But, uh, you know, I had to, and he didn't believe it. And I said, hey, dude, you know, read a book. You know, you got to find out what's going on. <laughs> read a book. <laughs> Go to the library, figure it out. But he, anybody, and he was oh, a huge. Go to the encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah, right. We had a, we had big arguments over uh, Michael Jordan versus. He was a huge Michael Jordan fan until Kobe came into the league, and uh, I was a Magic dude, and he was, you know. I said, you know, so that was another generational thing that we had to get sorted out. Well, at least you had the same team with those two players. With The problem that I have is, again, it's not a problem. I think it's great because Henley's gravitating. Our seven-year-old daughter is gravitating towards her home team, which is the Arizona Cardinals, a team that I don't care that much for. I don't care for their ownership. I don't like how they run this team. I can go on and on and on. You don't like how they stole uh, your running back from you uh, years ago? Oh, come on. Emmett Smith? You weren't an Emmett fan? Yes, but listen, Emmett was, he was, not only was over the hill, he was sitting down there with a broken wheel looking up at that hill that he was already over. And remember, the Cardinals were in the Cowboys' NFC East division for many, many years. But regardless, listen. My, my point is this. it's I, I'm doing my best on, on handling this with my daughter because I don't want to I don't want to poison her brain with my feelings of the team. I just want to see her happy. And now I understand watching my dad uh, watch me watch the Mavericks beat the Celtics for the very first time, how elated he was. I thought, that's awfully <laughs> odd because he he bleeds Celtic green when it comes to the NBA. It's just he enjoyed watching his son see history being made, similar to what I'm seeing, or just watching Henley just gravitate towards a sport, a team, and 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 she wore she wore a Cardinals uniform. I mean, not just the jersey stat, but wore the football pants and her oh football helmet to the game today, and carried her Cardinals flat. Yeah. So what what cowboy stuff did you wear? I supported her with a red Lucas Oil shirt. That's, That's as close as you can. <laughs> yeah, today, I supported her. I didn't, wear any, I didn't wear any Cowboys gear today. I, I was going to put on a Cowboys hat, but I didn't. You know, I said, oh. Listen, it's her day, man. I just And they so sucked today. And it, she was yeah. downtrodden about it. And dang it. 
Yeah, well, wait. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait until uh, the it was Connor. Is that his the tailback now for the? Wait until he fumbles on yeah. the two yard line, going into the end zone, <laughs> stepping into the Super Bowl. Or wait until the guy goes. Wait until the guy goes the first and ninety-seven and travels the length of the field for. Uh, it, it, you know she's got a little way to go. I love Henley, but she's got a few steps to go on that road. Well, she's got Cliff Kingsbury as your head coach. He call it's fourth and one on their own forty-two, and again he goes for it with a sneak from Cole McCoy. Oh, yeah. yeah, how'd that work out? That's a great play call. <laughs> All right, enough. Uh, coming up, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Going to join some affiliates here in about ten seconds. We'll be right back in eight, seven, six. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates. Thank you guys for logging in to Speed Freaks tonight. Sirius XM, Freak Nation affiliates across the country. iHeart, TuneIn, Apple. Can't get away from us, Freak Nation. And, of course, the SpeedFreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Uh, it's the holiday season. It is. Trust me, it's here. New set of tires would look badass on your significant other's car, wouldn't it? Go with General Tires. It's GeneralTire.com. For more information, check out their website. Again, GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, IMSA wrapped their season late into the night last night with the Petit Le Mans in Georgia. The overall championship. Okay. Whoever finished in front of the other guys would be declared champs. So. Essentially, it was between the Wayne Taylor duo and the Action Express duo. Wouldn't you know it, though, that after thousands and thousands of miles on the season, it came down to the final lap with both teams shooting for the second spot on the podium. Not even the win, because Mazda's Harry Tinknell eked that out already. So, a few corners to go. Ricky Taylor made a bold move on Felipe Nasser. They touched. Taylor lost it, went off course. However, he came back on track ahead of Nasser. But he had zero momentum at that point. Nasser did. So Felipe Nasser managed an easy pass and went on for second place on the weekend. But overall champions, Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani, they will join us next. The GTD champs also finished second in the race. Lawrence, don't call me Larry Vanthor and Zachary Robichon, the champions, the heart of racing's Ian James, Roman DeAngelis and Ross Gunn, the petite winners. The GTLM class ended an era with Matt Campbell, Matthew Jaminette, and Cooper McNeil on top of the podium for the final time. For all details on Petit Le Mans, hit up racer.com. Formula One was next on the weekend. No shortage of drama. Lewis Hamilton was penalized and therefore started 10th on the grid, but never mind that. The fastest car figured out a way to win. Wasn't it just last week where at least Statman and I were saying, oh, dude, this is Verstappen's to lose. Max Verstappen's going to be your, your champion. Ha! I guess that is true, but Lewis Hamilton with today's win in Brazil is still very much in it. Then the NHRA put a bow on their season in Pomona, California today. Steve Torrance wrapped up his fourth top fuel title. Matt Smith took home his fifth championship in Pro Stock Motorcycles. Same with Greg Anderson and his fifth title in Pro Stock. And then Ron Capps, you just heard from him, his second title in a nail-biter of a day in Funny Car. Three of the four champs also won the Pomona race. Steve Torrance's 11th win on the season. Greg Anderson's 99th career win and Matt Smith's 32nd career win. Funny car, different story. Bob Tasker with the win. Of course, you just talked to Ron Caps with the season championship, Wally. 
How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do, protect your engine, and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy-Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearbox boxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. A friend of mine, we meet up every Tuesday night for dinner and a glass of wine. Estee's been losing sleep, her husband's acting different and it smells like infidelity. 21 years, shall I say 21 plus years, from the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Stat Man, the website, speedfreaks.tv. You know how to keep your car on the road, right? You go to lucasoil.com to find everything from the interior of your car, exterior, inside your engine, outside your engine. Go to lucasoil.com. People, Durrani, Felipe Nasser joining us here in the Freak Nation. Your overall winners for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Uh, Nasser, let's get into the point where you knew 
that you knew that uh, Ricky Taylor was going to pull a freaking move on your happy ass to try and grab that championship. Did you spend the entire race knowing that Taylor was going to pull some madness? Well, uh, you know, we all racers and you kind of expect those things to, um, you know, to happen. And, you know, if, if I was on the other side, I would have tried something as well. Um, you know, the worst thing is to regret later things that you, you haven't done. So, um, um, but, but I knew the gap was, you know, I knew the gap was closing just because I was, I was a little unlucky on traffic. And then on that final lap, I even had a, another car when I was going into turn seven that really slowed me down. And, uh, it all came down to that final chicane. And, uh, I, I just saw him doing a very late, um, you know, move, but, um, I guess, you know, I did all I could to try and make the corner and, uh, he just, you know, he, he kind of locked up the brakes and just went straight in the gravel and he kept it flat out. That's what, you know, I was like, Oh my God, he's going to make it. Like, how come, you know, like uh, <laughs> off the track, but you know, uh, I had a better, I had a better drive coming out of the chicane and got the move done. And, um, Hey, you know, champions, that's what matter. We got the job done and I'm super, um, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier, you know, for my whole team, the whole 31 wheel and engineering crew and having people there on you on my side. What a year it's been. And I'm only, I only want to thank them for all their efforts. And, um, it's, it's been a fantastic ride. Felipe Nasser and Pepe Durrani in the Speed Freaks pits won an emotional championship last night at Petit Le Mans under the Lucas Oil banner. People, has there ever been a time you've returned to the garage and had to look at your crew and realize you didn't work as hard as they did to get a win? You let them down some kind of way. Yeah, of course. In the, in the lifetime of a, of a sportsman, there will always be moments that you're not proud of. But, you know, it's because you're you're there giving 100% and sometimes it doesn't go your way. And, and of course, there has been in my career and as, as there will be with many other people in in the sport especially in motorsport and especially in multi-class racing like imsa but um let's focus on the good thing yesterday was just not one of those days it was a day that we uh that we we came on top as felipe said and uh and we're the champions and it, it puts all the bad days behind us uh all it takes is one win one championship and all the the bad that you've had in your career uh it's washed out so uh yeah, really happy to have uh, achieved that with Action Express, Wheel and Engineering, uh, and Felipe. Of course, that is the umbrella that you guys will be going on through the offseason. You are champions, and no one can say otherwise through the Rolex 24. So let's talk about how this championship how this championship season did develop, because Daytona wasn't your best, Sebring wasn't your best, but then bam, what clicked? What did you guys talk about in and amongst each other with your engineers, with your crew? What changed after those two races to vault you guys into the position where you are now holding the title? I think, you know, we've, we haven't really changed much the, the approach. We, we wanted to win races, but I think what really changed for us in the season was getting the first win. You know, after that, we took so much weight off our shoulders that everything was just so more natural and flowing that uh and when things are like that results keep coming and and for us it's it's what happened over the last last five races we won three of them uh which put us uh in the fight for the championship and and now champion so 
we kept fighting. Uh, we kept searching for victories and trophies, and um, we never gave up. I think that was the ingredient. Felipe, you guys have been buddies for a long time. You guys have raced your entire careers together, it seems. But who puts more pressure on who? Do you point the finger at Pipo <laughs> more, or does Pipo point the finger at you more? Uh, I don't know, actually. You know, I'm looking at him now, and uh, I'm pointing a finger right Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, well, he's, he's always been the little man, you know, but I've, I had a huge respect for this guy, and uh, we've, we've, you know, we have great years together from go-karting days when we're still dreaming to be a professional uh, driver, a race car driver. And here we are, you know, clinching the title together after three years of partnership and um, driving the 31 wheel and engineering racing. And there's, there's all I can say, you know, is I, I have a huge respect for people, for the quality of driver he is. The, um, the adorable person he is, you know, that surrounds him. And, uh, you know, that, that's the kind of vibe that when you come into a race weekend, um, it makes a difference. You know, everybody has a very, um, you know, every kind of everybody's in the same mood. And we know when it's time to have a laugh and times to get it serious. And uh, it's just that right balance that we found on each, within each other. And uh, I'm so, so happy to have won this championship with him uh being my second IMSA championship so done it in 2018 and did it again in 2021 and i guess now it's time for some off season some fishing some beers and i just want to enjoy the moment oh yeah i'm going to get into some of that fishing with you in just a little bit people he just called you adorable what word what adjective would you use to describe felipe uh, I'm I'm out of words to be honest. I think I'm, I'm gonna repli replicate his words uh, in saying that the last three years has been amazing. We were actually just um, looking back over those those years and and trying to figure out you know, how many tracks did we won together in IMSA. Uh, and I think it, it was probably seven or eight out of the ten uh, tracks that we have in the championship. And um, it, it really is amazing. We came with a second place in the championship in 2019 with an, an endurance champion championship in 2019 as well. Uh, we won Sebring, we won Petit Le Mans, more, some of the best uh, races we've won together. And now finally to, uh, to finish with the, with the cherry on top of the cake, we win the championship. So I think... Yeah, just, you know, fantastic time we share together. Uh, we we take now our different path in life, um, in the sport. But um, the appreciation and, and the appreciation between the two of us will continue forever. Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani, I'm thinking this might be a bittersweet time for the two of you. You won the championship last night for Wheeling Engineering and Lucas Oil, but the two of you are going separate ways next season. It was an emotional win last night. What is it now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of sad to be leaving uh, the family that I've been together for the last four years. Um, and again, I just have huge respect for all of them for the awesome opportunity they gave me mm -hmm. to come and race in the u.s joining the imsa weather tech championship and uh you know from from the very moment that i walked in i knew uh this was the place i wanted to be and uh, i feel we succeeded you know i i'm I, when i look back i'll say you know i've i've done the most i could on what was given and uh it's just 
actually that was a that was a moment yesterday in the race that I really saw uh, something special when when I was you know waiting on top of the wall to to get the car you know waiting on the car to come people to stop and we do the driver change and the whole you know full service in the car and I look around and I I see the guys you know just I could see in their eyes you know it was it was all magic you know how much wow. effort how much love how much passion they have for the sport it's like they've been doing this for forever you know I don't know it feels it feels like they were in their moment and that that gave me chills you know before getting into the car and this is something I'll carry over along with me and um taking different um routes uh, doesn't mean you know I'm going to leave them behind uh, I've created real friends uh, from, you know, everyone in the staff from Action Express Racing. I can really say that. Uh, I have one here next to me, Chris Meacham. Uh, he really knows how to handle a race team and look after his driver off the track sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I just want to wish them all the best. I just want to thank them for the huge opportunity for having my back in, time, in times that I needed and celebrating the times we, we deserve. So big thanks to Action Express Racing, and I wish as well good luck to the whole 31 with an engineering crew. Wow. Pipo Durrani, Felipe Nasser joining us here in the Freak Nation, and we'll end it with this. Pipo, I understand you're a big Succession fan. Is that right? Yeah, my wife and I have been uh, have been watching Succession and waiting every Sunday. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult when you cannot watch one after the other all right so but hold on a second so uh, true though who between you two are you kendall roy or roman roy who's who's the bigger if, if you were to play kendall roy or roman roy which one would you play in succession i wouldn't like to be kendall i wouldn't like to be kendall i'd rather be roman the big the big big boss <laughs> okay, who is Felipe? I always want to be the big boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, but 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 their old man Logan Roy. I mean, he's the I mean, he's the gargantuan a hole. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, did you say Roman? No, not Roman. Roman is the other son, right? Yeah, he's uh, the yeah, younger the, son. No, the father. The father. I confuse the names. Yeah. Maybe I should pay a bit a bit more attention. <laughs> No, Maybe no, it's my no, wife no. that that likes watching it a little bit more than I do. <laughs> who wait? Who would Felipe be? Felipe would be. Felipe would be. I don't even know what you guys thought. Yeah, he would be. He would be Roman. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe he's. He would be Greg. Greg's always so flustered. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Greg. Greg could be a good one for him. Yeah. No, Felipe's more put together oh, than I Greg guess. is. Well, we Look it up, Felipe. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey guys, congratulations on that championship, man! It's always great to get both of you here in the Freak Nation. Good luck for the rest of the year. Thank you we're so look, much. We're guys. looking forward to Appreciate next year. It. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Say it though, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil. It works. It definitely works. Take Thanks, care, guys. See you, fellas. Oh, no.
lost in the championship dramas at Petit Le Mans last night is the retirement of Patrick Long, one of the most successful sports car drivers in American history. He's North America's only Porsche factory driver. The relationship goes back nearly 20 years. In fact, he'll be a brand ambassador for Porsche, and no doubt that includes further expansion of the Porsche Lifestyle Festivals he's promoted around the world. Patrick's racing resume includes ALMS, IMSA, and FIA World Endurance Championships and class wins at Le Mans, the Rolex 24, and Bathurst. Some of his Porsche assignments have included going to smaller teams and helping them clean up problems on and off the track to get ready for race wins and championships of their own. I personally know he helped get Volkswagen into rallycross, and we've talked about NASCAR short track racing and rallying in the forest. Personally, I love seeing friends kick the addiction to the bump and grind of chasing points and plaques. Pat's so much bigger than that. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Probably better off on my own than loving a man who didn't know what he had when he had it. Lucas Oil's power steering fluid might be the route for you to go this winter. It's a general purpose product, what Lucas Oil calls a general purpose product. It's formulated with a special base of oils and additives. That prevents wear and tear, improves performance with your power steering, seals and helps prevent small leaks around your power steering. Check it out at lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. All right, Richie, uh, I'll give you a couple of minutes here with T-Swizzle, Taylor Swift. The gravitation towards her, is it the songwriting? Is it her personability? Is that here's this person that's worth about 2 or $3 billion. She just seems to be someone that you could live next door and go over and have a pop with. What it, what it, what's the attraction? I think it, it's everything you just said. And most important to that is her songwriting. Mm-hmm. Because for her, at least, she became a pretty well-known artist at the age of 15 or 16 when fearless you know or her first album came out right and a lot of the songs she was writing at the time were about growing up being a teenager being in love mm-hmm. and because she was writing about that and everybody's followed her journey for the last over a decade now that's why people relate to her so much i mean that's i can't relate to it being a obviously being a male and her writing from a female perspective but it's why I like her more recent albums more than anything she's ever done is because her songwriting is top notch. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly incredible. And that's why she's as popular as she is. And she yeah, got two plus million views on her yeah. SNL performance in the span of a day. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you messed up, Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, he's 10 years older than her. She was 20. He was 30 when they were dating. I mean, come on. And? And? Come on. Kenny, I like it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know where stats go. Yeah. So what's wrong with that, Kenny? Well, between 20 and 30, 
that's a that's like forty years. But when you get to oh oh, is that your explanation for me and you? Yeah, when you get to forty and thirty, mm, yeah. Okay, okay. So what's that's the like difference? Weird. What's the difference between Adele and Taylor Swift? That it, what you just described is the same thing. The women who have problems in relationships and write good songs about it and become billionaires. That is true. Richie. That's a great, that's a, actually a great comparison because Adele was the same way where she became popular in her mid twenties. And the reason why she got so successful, same thing, her songwriting too. She also has a new album coming out, I believe next week, which is probably going to sell a lot of copies too, for the exact same reason we just talked about Taylor. And she's one of those that, that came out. Not a whole lot of polish around the edges. At and the time, Adele, Adele's many... voice too. Oh my! Is gosh. something that Taylor didn't have at when she was younger. Mm-hmm. That Adele's just always had. Adele so, also didn't have anybody get up and try to interfere with her getting a Grammy <laughs> award right? in the middle of the ceremony. I that. I mean, how about the, the balls of? And this is not a knock against female, but but in the music business, it's not as rank as it was with a male-dominated business. There are some significant female executives in the business now. But for Taylor Swift to basically say F you to – who's the dude out of Nashville, Richie? Remember his name um, with the record label? Scooter Braun. Remember his name? Scooter Braun. There you go. Bam. Yep. That – the issues that she's had with him, publishing rights, songwriting credits, all of this, that she says, screw you, man. I'm going to go out <laughs> and re-record every freaking song and more that I did for you and take away from your bottom line. Because what, what are they? The Swizzlets? What are you guys called? The Swizzlets. <laughs> the, the what? What are you called? Swifties. Yeah, the Swifties. Swizzlets. You got to make it. That's got to be a T-shirt tomorrow morning. The Swizzlets. Proud member of the Swizzlets. Established 2021. The Swizzies. What was it again? The Wizzies? Swizzies. Swifties. The Swifties. You guys are going to go out there. (laughs) An interview with Oprah is coming up next Sunday. <laughs> the Swizzlets. Oh, the, <laughs> they opened up for the Supreme. Yeah, I, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh, uh, my point is, you, you uh, Swifties will go out there and just, not just because of your fandom for Taylor Swift, but to stick it to the man. And buy more records of her remakes than probably her OGs. Then again, to get back at Scooter and the record label for them not handing over the rights to Taylor Swift, Richard. That's 100% true. And Taylor Swift actually became through Red Taylor's version, the most listened to female artist in terms of streams for an album mm. in the first 24 hours on Spotify ever. Wow. I believe it was something like 90 million streams. 
in 24 hours? 24 hours. hours. That's Ken Block territory. That is. Man. Oh, my gosh. Holy smokes. (laughs) I wonder what she's worth. A lot. Any idea, Richie? I haven't looked it up, but it's, it's a lot. Yep. Probably about one tenth of the Kardashians. The 31-year-old star, according to Forbes.com, this is three days ago. Her net, her net worth is 550 million. That's Tuesday for the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we've spent eight minutes over the last two hours talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah, we were going to talk about Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, but, you know, yeah. things, they just happen. When you've been churning on Twitter for the last 72 hours and will again mm-hmm. tomorrow morning when she releases a brand new music video, you got to talk about it. It's one of the biggest things on the planet. Wow. Richie. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Hey. Uh, speaking of champions, we got another one. IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Champion. GTD champion next Lucas Hole Studios. I only wanna be by your side. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Mo- Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV TV and MAV TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24 7, 365. 
time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I would be complex. I would be cool. They'd say I played the field before I found someone to commit to. And that would be okay for me to do. Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, 21 years of doing this. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Another season has wrapped up. And, of course, that's the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. And joining us here in the Freak Nation, uh, his name is Lawrence Van Thor, your IMSA GT Daytona champion. Uh, after it came out that uh, they decided to make it put a little drama in the Petit Le Mans race over the weekend. A and, parking lot. Yes, evidently. Uh, Lawrence joins us here in the Freak Nation right now. And Lawrence, before we get into me trying to Americanize your last name, how do you say <laughs> Lawrence Van Thor in your native language? Um, Lawrence Van Thor. So I guess that's uh, pretty difficult for you guys to pronounce. <laughs> no, it's just Americans looking at the TH and thinking that you have to make it a TH. It's Van- so you base you well, say Van Thor. Everybody over here calls me Larry for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's true. If there's not a more American name than Larry. Larry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, sorry. Let's, let's just apologize for all Americans. Oh, uh, regardless, uh, you are a champion uh, for 2021. 20, yeah, the they G- can call you whatever now. You're a champion. That's right, what they need with to call uh, you. Faf, FAF Motorsports, IMSA GT Daytona champion, along with Zach Robichon here in the Freak Nation. And you talked about, I don't know if it was you or Zach, talking about letting the Petit Le Mans race come to you and not worry about the other teams. What does that mean from a driver about let the race come to you? I don't understand that in racing. You know, for us, our main goal was to win a championship. And we didn't necessarily have to win the race to do that. We had to finish, uh, in the worst case, a position behind our, our main competitor. So then from that point on, it's kind of uh, a risk management uh, race. So my saying, letting the race come to us is pretty much saying we're staying out of trouble. We're going to run with the, with the pack. Uh, we're not going to try and do anything crazy or anything uh, more risky than necessary, uh, which is very tough because See them all is, is, is a crazy race. Uh, a lot of stuff happened as on the race. Um, so staying out of trouble, uh, is, uh, was key. And, and that's the way we, you know, we, we approached it. 
But then, as in the race, trouble struck early for so many of the contenders, how do you not change your philosophy? Or do you just say, hold on, still, we can be stricken with anything at any time as well. we got to keep pounding. Well, it's, it's, it's a very, very, very thin line because our main competitor, the, the number one Lamborghini, they, they got in trouble early, but they, they fixed the car and they were like 15 laps back. So you would think, okay, it's done, but it's not because if at that point I would... I would, for example, crash and completely destroy a car that we were not able to continue. They will win. So you still have to continue by being smart and, 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 and keeping out of trouble. Once, you know, we were past that threshold where there was only 40 laps to go in the race and they could never uh, overtake us again. From that point on, we said, okay, now we go all in for the win. <laughs> um, so it's, it's all about risk management in, in such big races and uh, you know it's, it's very easy to get carried away i forget that but um yeah then then accidents and and those things happen which you don't need to gtd champions joining us here in the freak nation of course we've got lawrence van Dur. did i do that right <laughs> uh no. i'll say yes oh dang it of course co-driving with zachary robichon <laughs> but lawrence is the one larry Larry, champion Larry, damn it, joining us here on a Sunday night in the Freak Nation. And risk management, that's something, it's so different for a sports car championship season versus NASCAR or IndyCar or Formula One or even drag racing because your races are so damn long. They're spread out throughout the season. And let's take a look at your season as, an, uh, for instance, in which it didn't start off the way that you guys wanted to, but patience and and uh, kind of like you did with this race, allowing the race to come to you, you allowed the season to come to you guys. That patience really paid off by the end. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people don't forget that uh, the start of, of, of the relationship between uh, me, Zachary Robichaud, and Prof was, was completely new in the beginning. Uh, I came from from the works team from Porsche uh, and GPLM in the past. And uh, there was a new relationship which we built up and, and we worked very well together and we always got stronger at every, every race pretty much. And uh, I think that's how we we managed to, uh, to seal, seal the championship, especially the last five races. I think we were, uh, could almost say dominant. Uh, and, and that's how we, we managed to wrap it up. Lawrence Petit yesterday was the last race of the IMSA season. Now we have almost three months before the next activity, official activity on the track at Daytona. But then we can have weeks between events during the season. How does your team stay in touch with each other so that when you get to the racetrack, you're up to speed? Everybody's on the same page. Is it a, a text, a Zoom call, uh, some message of some kind? How do you stay in communication? Yeah, I mean, we're obviously uh, from all different parts all over the world, but we, after every race, we have a proper debriefing uh, and, and just analyze what did we do wrong. Uh, we're not even trying to point fingers who did something wrong, but uh, more what and how can we prevent it to happen again and how can we improve it. And then we pretty much uh, speak on a weekly basis uh, about how things are going, updates, uh Looking forward to the next race. So it's not just showing up on the weekends and uh, and and driving the car. Uh, I mean, there is at least the same amount of work going in preparing and and post event to you know to ensure to win to win the championship. And I think that's that's, that's kind of the the key of, of of winning a championship. 
Lawrence Vantor, you're a Porsche factory driver. That's one of the most prestigious teams in all of sports car racing. You won a championship last night, though, at Petit Le Mans, racing for a Canadian team. It's much smaller and doesn't have the same resources. What's the difference between winning championships for the factory and winning championships for an independent team? Um, it was it was definitely different. You know, two years ago it was in a in a big in the big works team with Porsche, uh, a lot of people, a lot of pressure, uh, and simply my job there was kind of to, you know, more to to drive and do my job. Whereas here, it's a younger team, uh, smaller team, uh, because it's a, it's a private team, not a works team. But on the other hand, you know, how it is to work in a small group of people is is, is actually very fun uh, because there's not so much politics. Uh, and it's easy sometimes to get things done. And just felt from the beginning on that uh, I felt very welcome in that group, and it was a good group of people. And and from the experience I had from 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 the past, I could uh, bring a couple things and and, and try to improve together. Uh, and they had a great trust in me as well. And in, in those scenarios, and all in all, it made actually for for a very fun uh, challenge, which was. In the end, quite different than, than, for example, one two years ago. But uh, you know, uh, I, you know, it's difficult to compare them. But uh, some are even more more fun, let's say. <laughs> Lawrence, you can call me Larry Vanthor, your GTD champion, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Enjoy your time, time off, and before you know it, twenty twenty two is going to be back here with uh, the Daytona twenty four, bud. Exactly. Time goes quick. <laughs> Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you, guys. Stat, do you still have nightmares about those crabs? Crabs or lobsters? Crabs. I was hoping you'd do this because I took a screenshot of the video today. Yeah. And Statman, I'm going to send it to you now. Mm, This is bonkers. Millions, that's millions of red crabs cover streets on Australia's Christmas Island. Sounds now, like fun. Start- <laughs> what is this video, man? These red crabs start their migration once their first rainfall occurs, which usually happens in October or November. Now, the timing and speed of the migration is determined by the phase of the moon, the rain. These crabs always spawn before dawn. Spawn before dawn. Oh, there's a T-shirt. It's also manipulated with the high tide. A female crab can produce up to not 1,000, not 10,000, but 100,000 eggs. (laughs) And in some areas, there could be 100 crabs per square meter. (laughs) That sounds like a good covering for a world rally stage and just wipe them all out all at one time. Wow. You can email him at statmc at speedfreak.tv. He had a crab 
incident when he was a kid and they were crawling out of a bag in a car with him and it freaked him out. I would be freaked out too. Wait till you see this video. We'll tweet it out at Speed Freaks. Okay. It, you, you're going to have nightmares too when you see there's a little girl, maybe four or five years old, on her scooter scooting between these calves, the calves, these crabs. Christmas Island. You want to stay with the crustaceans? Yeah, go ahead. There's a lobsterman ah. in this is in the Northeast, right? This, yeah, this is. Okay, Casco Bay, Maine. Lobsterman Bill Coppersmith. When he saw his hull on Friday, he knew he found something pretty remarkable. Now, would you know you, what lobsters look like, right? Crasher, would you rather be, dude, I'm a coppersmith, or would you rather be a lobsterman? Well, he is both. Right. Lucky him. Man, my neighbor's a coppersmith. What? Well, my name is Bill Coppersmith, the lobsterman. <laughs> he pulled in, he hauled in this huge net worth of lobsters and found Hattie. It's a cotton candy lobster named Hattie. I guess this happened, what, two? Oh, no, a week and a half ago. It is a rainbow. It's actually pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. It is a rainbow colored cotton candy looking lobster. The odds of catching such a, I mean, for radio terms, it's like a teal, white, light bluish, purplish lobster. It is gorgeous, actually. The odds of catching it are about one in 100 million. So we have the white whale and the cotton candy lobster. It just doesn't ring the same. Boom. <laughs> yeah. It's good looking. And well, it looks pearlescent. It's it's wow. wow and wow. I understand the significance of it because they're it's one in one hundred million. Right. The chances of catching one are. Yeah. So it's probably yeah. uh, it was probably found near the nuclear plant that went uh, that blew up in Japan. <laughs> and then they just migrated to the Fukushima. Wasn't that the name of it? Yeah. So we're going to have a mutant cr- mutant lobsters from Japan invade Maine. Film at 11. <laughs> but don't worry, all the crabs migrating in Christmas Island. They'll take care of. Things. Yeah, they're they're from Japan too. They have, that's the res the residue of this nuclear power plant in Japan. In other news, the Texas Longhorns football team took on the five A state champions in Kansas and got beat in high school football. Oh my! They lost to Kansas. Did oh. Texas? Do they came back? Did they lose again? I mean, did they lose? <laughs> yes, they lost. I think 50, is, is there 56 to 55 or 56 to 57? Oh, wow. Sarkeesian, how's that working out, babe? Texas wow. hasn't lost to Kansas in Austin since. Oh, this was in Austin. Holy oh, smoke. Oh, yeah. Hell yes. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Was that Beacon Street? Is that the name of the street in Austin where they owe party? That was pretty, what's it? It was pretty. pretty Sixth Street. Sixth Street. Pretty Sixth quiet street. on Sixth Street last night, huh? Hmm. Well, my, my daughter hasn't latched on to a college football team yet. Thank goodness. Oh, uh, she's kind of close. Yeah, you've, you two have tried. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, we have tried, yes, with Indiana and Texas, but Statman, you will be happy oh, with scary. who she is actually latching on to completely organically. No, it's You're, not. It's not organic. It's yes, it is. She, goes, she says it because they're good. And, and yeah, okay. You'll she, like this. Are she you has, ready? She hasn't. She's been alive for seven years, and they haven't had a losing season. That's true. Ohio State. That's a brilliant woman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what else could she do? Besides, yeah. they have gym teachers for coaches, but you know, I mean, they, what else could she do? Watching them play. Rub it in, man. Yeah, she's even said to me, just to my face. Mom, when Indiana and Ohio State play, I'm cheering for Ohio State. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's brutal. Oh, man. Tell me something good. Wow. Again. She wants me to sign her for flag football in January. You're going to let her play flag football? Flag, absolutely. Now, when she wants to strap on some helmets, that's a different story. Mr. Soccer Man, you're not going to let you're going to put her in soccer. I've listen, I've coached her since she was just turned four. That's why she wants to play football, huh? Exactly. It's more like me. I was tired of coaching her, man. I wanted to learn something. Hey, Coach Dad. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. All right, okay, man. Okay, okay, But how much time do we have? What did she say at the last soccer game this season? That I'm the best dad and best coach ever. Yes. That's and she awesome. said it in front of everybody. Shoot the juice to the moose and Stedman. Cut it loose. Zip. Love me. Yeah. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.